Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for May 11th, 2011. And even though we're on a highway to hell, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Oh, alright. Here we go. You know why I like this coffee mug? Why? Because it's a thin wall. Yeah. Well, that means it hurts when I hold it. It reminds me I'm alive. Right. Wow. You need that to remind you of your life? Sometimes. In yeah. the morning. I hurt myself today. Just What's that? to see. What the hell? What's going I on? I still feel. Oh, the deck. Did you put the, the garbage in? I put the. Yeah. But and you I closed it. I you slammed didn't close it. the deck. I slammed the deck. I slammed the great big deck. But you didn't gently close it to ensure. Are you calling that me it was a deck? <laughs> you saying I'm some sort of deck or something? <laughs> I'm calling you a limp deck. Oh. Hang on. Whoa! <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> Oi. That was just hurtful, that's what that was. Alright, uh, let's see. Do I have my. Yes, okay. Checking to see if I had my headphones on me otherwise. Are we plugged in? Yes. It could happen, you know. I know. Right. I'm not blaming you for checking. <laughs> although I am a little bit. <laughs> Secretly. <coughs> uh, so, yeah. So what's going on this fine morning? Eh, not too much. Played some board games last night. Well, one board game in particular. Cranium. Although... I don't know if I'm going to be able to play it again because after the game, Michael and I went through all the factoid cards. You know, oh. like all the data head cards. Read all of them and the answers. <laughs> That's it? You're barred from the game? I know. Now. We can't play anymore. We know all those cards. <laughs> Who was playing? Uh, it was uh, me and Michael on a team. Uh, Rachel and Anjali and uh, Rachel and Tom. And I know that's confusing. It's because there was two Rachels, and one of them was, you know, on a team. Paired up with Anjali. My Rachel was paired up with Anjali. Okay. The other Rachel was paired up with Tom. Um, And who uh, kicked whose ass? Uh, Oh, Michael and I won by a lot. Really? By a fair amount. I wouldn't say it's like it was... Crazy, ridiculously pathetic. Oh, but so, the, so between that and reading, pre-reading all the cards, uh, you're definitely not going to be allowed to play anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I like doing the ones where you have to act out the things. Uh, no, I don't know. You don't. You played the game. Yeah, uh, maybe. You know the ones where you have to like get up and act like the person. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did John Wayne. Yeah. It took Michael forever to fucking guess it. How many John there was Wayne? Literally How like many John Wayne movies has he seen? Uh, not, but it's like one of those like cliche, you know, so, iconic. So give me some John Wayne. Uh, well, you couldn't say names or places. Fine, give me some John Wayne. <clears throat> so I think I said. Uh, We're gonna go down to the saloon, Belgram. Uh, you sound a bit like Joe from Family Guy. Well, he sounds a bit like John Wayne. <laughs> I was actually doing Peter Griffin doing John Wayne. <laughs> right, right. That makes sense. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, he didn't get it, or he, na- he, he, he nailed it. He nailed it in like the last 
what, half second. What gave it away? Was it the swagger and the walk? No, because I started in doing the swagger and the walk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, in fact, my first attempt to get him to guess it, and everybody else knew what it was at that point, was I just kind of walked... You know, a little, you know, holding my hands on my belt buckle. Sure. And uh, a little, you know, a little which bow he didn't leg. Do, which he didn't do. He held his hands on his hips. But go ahead. No, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've never seen a John Wayne movie yeah, either. Yeah, that's what I figured. But at least everyone knew who I was talking about. <laughs> uh, so, hands on my belt buckle, a uh, little bow-legged from riding my horse. Why don't they have you just do Errol Flynn? Because that wasn't on the card. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I just stood there and said... Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else was like, oh, okay. And Michael <coughs> was like, uh, I don't uh, I don't know what that is. What the hell's that? You making that up? Is that a real person? Well, I hear you got some people pretty mad at you around here. Okay. Well, I'm not going to hit you. No, I'm not going to hit you. The hell I'm not. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That was a good John Wayne. Well done. <laughs> but I've seen a John Wayne film, so that gives sure. me a distinct advantage. <laughs> yeah, John Wayne was always punching people, huh? Oh, often. Yeah, often. Yeah, that's funny. You know, he's kind of a weird actor, Gary Busey. Are you kidding me? Yes, he's a weird actor. Did you ever that's see an that? understatement? <laughs> you remember that show? I'm with Busey. Yeah, what was that? That was like that some was comedian some, who like went around I, I like it was some nerdy Jewish writer, uh, well, TV it, write, script writer. Well, he was something. a comedian, I think. A comedian? Yeah. But it was. I thought you said Canadian there for a second. No. <laughs> no Canadian. <laughs> some random Canadian. Canadians know better than to hang with Gary Busey. <laughs> some random Canadian uh, thought he'd hang out with uh, Gary Busey and. No, this was a this was a random comedian, and he. Uh, that's it. That's all he wanted to do is a reality. It was like one of the <laughs> early reality TV shows. Now that you remind me about it, I think I sort of remember that. So it was a comedian. Yeah, and he just went around doing things with Gary Busey. Right. It wasn't as entertaining as he had hoped for. No. No, I think that's why it was like... I it, it, was, it was jaw-dropping. It was shocking. You right. watch the thing with your mouth open. I remember only seeing like three episodes, and I think that's because they only made three. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Yeah. Well, I just finished watching uh, Life on Mars. Yeah? Did they uh, wrap up? They wrapped it up. Oh, good. They, You know, I it was satisfying the way they wrapped it up. <laughs> yeah. It was a hair cheesy. Yeah. When uh, it comes out of it. Well, you want a spoiler spoiler? No, no I'm not going to spoil it for people. Because I think they ought to watch it. 17 episodes, and it's worth watching. It's extraordinarily well filmed. Okay. It's, you know, they, they captured that. There was a certain film quality of the that was prevalent in the 70s. Right. Which gave uh, film and TV in particular. From the era, a look. A real look. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, really and they it? totally nailed it. There's a lot of great music in it. Cool. Uh, which like is rare for me to find great music in a TV series. Yeah, that's true. I, I remember listening. I heard, uh, you know, Ballroom Blitz. Oh, and, and there was and three uh, or four Lou Reed songs. That's cool. Several Bowie songs. Uh, did they have to take a walk on the wild side? No, they did not. 
They did not. But they had Satellite of Love. Oh, wow. They, uh, and they little, had... They and they were a had, little obscure. I like that. And they had uh, uh, Rock and Roll. Okay. Which is very unusual. Yeah. You know, and a great song. Yeah. Uh, so there was, a, there was a lot of good music in it. Okay. <laughs> and the acting was, was pretty well done for a sort of a, a freaky uh, mind film... Yeah. Uh, the acting was was uh, very well very well done. There was action in it, and if you don't like Harvey Keitel, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, that's true. That guy's brilliant in everything he in everything he touches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I, I recommend it. Life on Mars, U.S., which I think indicates to me that there's maybe a British version or a, a New Zealand version or something. I know it seems like a British concept. Really, but it. Well, well, I can just you th- mean like like the concept of the show. You know? Right, perhaps. Uh, but I was trying to think of it because when I saw the U.S. thing and and I, somebody told me, oh, it was Dan who told me to watch it. Thank right. you, Dan. Right. Uh, Dan L. Dan L. Okay. Yeah. That's. Uh, I just want to keep the Dan straight in my head. Sure. Not that it you w- know many Dan. It was Dan L. And uh, he said, make sure you watch the. You know, Life on Mars, sure. U.S. version. Yeah. Which which I makes me think that there's another version, which makes me curious to see it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I would get curious. Because I'm wondering how they would pull that off. I mean, the 70s, and maybe it's just, maybe if you're British, the 70s have a, you know, there's British, there's and I'm sure field. there are some major iconic things about the 70s in Britain. Right. Um, that are less iconic here in the U.S.? Correct. Is that plaid jacket lady with that? Y- yes, it is. Uh, she's in a t-shirt. Yes, it is. Like she's that? in a t-shirt. It's a nice sunny day, and uh, she's not looking happy. And she was wondering what the hell we were up to. <laughs> nah, the sticker's not on her side of the car. You see? Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, know. I think it's a courtesy. Because well, we, we lost our other sticker. Damn it! God well, damn it! It's not really a sticker. It's a no magnet. I can't believe we lost it. Yeah, that's a little irritating. You should have held up your mug. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Give her a big thumbs up and a yeah. smile. See if she doesn't start running. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe smile a little too much. Yeah. But this uh, is great. But I'm sure there's something iconic. Like I was watching. Uh, <coughs> I watched. Life on Mars. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, boy, I heard. Uh, have you? Do you know the song "Slip Away"? No. Yeah, it's not a very popular Bowie song, but it's really good. You should listen to it sometime. Okay. Uh, it's off Heathen. You know that album? That's a little more obscure than yeah, most it's of very, albums. Yeah, it's very obscure. Is it early? <clears throat> no, I think it is... Uh, I'm going to say it's like right after Lodger. Hmm. It's in that era, I think. I think hey. I didn't know it very well. Hey, uh, how come gas is at $4 a gallon and people aren't rioting in the streets? Uh, because that's not a terrifically outrageous price for it. But I mean, like, last time it crept up towards $4 in a, gal- uh, $4 <coughs> a gallon. It has largely to do with politicians. If they stir up the, f- if they stir us up about it, we'll think it's outrageous. Right. If they leave it alone, we'll, we'll just kind of deal, we'll deal with it. Like, yeah, you know, when, when milk doubles in price... Right. You know, we don't think about it. That's We're true. We're like, hey, I guess I'll buy Coke instead. Yeah, milk's pretty fucking expensive, right? 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's very expensive. expensive. Yes. Artificially, too, by the way, because the supply is outrageous. But because the government artificially fixes it, uh, uh, producers produce more milk because they can sell it at a guaranteed price. We don't need so much of it. In fact, it should be diverted into other products. But because they get a higher price for it is milk, we have a glut of milk on the economy and we pay and a higher cheese. price and we pay a higher price than we ought to for it. Yeah. That is central planning for you in a nutshell. Fuck central planning. That's when the government gets involved with a big industry. Speaking it's of bad planning. news for the suckers who have to buy the product. Right. Speaking of healthcare. No, that's just yeah. Kidding. Yeah. But seriously. I but was, I don't want to talk about health I was... Uh, I'm not <laughs> going to talk about health care. I'm not even going to talk about it. No, I don't. Uh, but what I am going to talk about is life after death. Oh, you read some of your books. Yeah. That's terrific. <clears throat> I'm getting into my book a little bit. So uh, it is... I was correct, even though I'd only read the fly leaf or whatever it was. Uh <laughs> She's writing. Yeah, yeah. she's writing a a book about trying to scientifically prove the existence or non-existence, and and of course, which is retarded because you can't prove a negative, right? Right. Uh, Of life after death, or of the existence of a soul, or L O L L A L A D. Yeah, and she, she's she, trying to prove she promises right off the bat that she's not going to uh, she's not going to talk about you know talk to she says I know what religion says about it you got a soul that's it right if you're good you go to heaven you're bad you go to hell so she's not going to talk <coughs> to any religious people so she's not going to get religious on it um, and she said she's not going to she even going to get them involved talk anecdotally Right. About, you know, people who've had what they claim to be afterlife experiences. Okay, good luck with that shit. Uh, Sounds like she doesn't have much of a book anymore. But she's, so she's going to look, try and look at it from a scientific perspective. But the very first thing she does is give us an anecdote right. about the po- when the Pope kicked the bucket. The Pope John something or other. Okay. Kicked the bucket. Apparently, an alarm clock that he was very fond of that he set at 6.30 every morning miraculously went off at the moment of his passing. How can they know that for sure? Was somebody, like, sitting there? (coughs) Yeah, there was a whole bunch of people sitting there, and she contacted him, and, in fact, it was quite wrong. One of the guys there had, I guess, the Pope had forgotten to wind the clock, and he's tried to wind the clock for him and accidentally moved the alarm dial instead and said it you know anyway and you think it was the exact moment <coughs> of his passing well he said when she called him he said no it was actually more like five four three two one ring totally coincidental sure. Any, anyway but uh, so the first thing we get is an anecdote okay she said she wasn't going to give us those so this is already a lying a little bitch visible. we're dealing with <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm skeptical of her. All right. And and also her writing style is very sophomoric essay. Okay. You know, so I and, and I'm and I'm so I'm leery now. And now I got a whole book to read and I'm leery about it. Okay. I, and I may not read the whole if it if I get 3 chapters, 4 chapters in, 
and it's still like a, a, you like know a, a like first a year college <laughs> essay <clears throat> then I'm getting out of there okay uh, I'm bailing on the book a second year college but essay. I you know if she starts talking to if she starts talking about a relationship she once had no if she's if she drops the the cheesy uh, light bombos and gets into some scientific proof uh, I, I'll keep going okay but if it's all sort of weak toast science uh, peppered with witty bombos you mean bon mots yeah sure <laughs> then I'm bailing but we'll see I'll report back in okay <laughs> Nice. Um, Life after death segment on the Daily Ride. So I was... Oh, and it's called Spook, and it's by Mary Roach. There you go. I wanted to get the author clear because I wasn't sure last time. <coughs> um, and she wrote another board... Uh, not another board. Another... <coughs> uh, that was a real brain fart. Yeah. I, she wrote another... <laughs> it's part of my early onset. She wrote onset. another boring book. It's, it's part of my early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah. <coughs> she wrote another book called Stiffs. Something about cadavers. So she's got a bit of a fascination with the dead. With the macabre. With the macabre. Uh, That's weird. I mean, somebody's going to write about it, so... Might as well be her, but... Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm... What was her book about stiffs about? How much can you write about a corpse? Well, you know, it could have been, again, an extended essay. You see, that's the thing about topics like this. And you see it every once in a while. You see somebody who needs to publish. (coughs) They grab a hold of some topic, like, uh, you know, something that sort of mildly catches your interest. Yeah. Uh, um, Like the bloop? Well, no, like like you hear about a minor scandal. Sure. Uh, let's take, for example, here's a good one. You remember that congressman who was, uh, you know, soliciting uh, gay partners uh, out of his uh, out of his intern pool and stuff like that. Anyway, he had to step down. Oh, yeah. He's, you yeah. write a whole book on that. He's picking himself a nice little uh, gay tarts. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, it, it, you know, you write a whole book on that. Sure. Like, it's not that interesting. No. You know, the guy was gay. But there was a lot he of He liked young gay him. men. No no surprise there. Yeah. Uh, but he inappropriately used his office. Did everyone know he was gay? Probably. It wasn't a secret? or uh, You know... And he was single? You know, it might have been a secret. He might have even been married. I can't remember at this stage of the guy. I'd have to look it up. But, but you know, people have a way often of knowing those things. Not the guy. <coughs> the guy who yeah, the guy who just cut me off. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, probably. At least some people knew. Right. Um, and, and who cares? You know, no biggie. Yeah. Uh, Barney Frank's gay, isn't he? I wouldn't know. I think he is. He'd be an unfortunate gay man. Whatever. I mean, he just doesn't fit the stereotype. Well, he's an unfortunate-looking man to begin with. Right. But whatever. Uh, But that's it. I mean, who cares, you know? Sure. So it's a non-story. The only mildly interesting angle is, A, if he was married. Sure. 
and that sort of little subterfuge. And uh, B, uh, you know, if he was abusing his office. Office. Sure. Pretty minor. It's a newspaper article at best. Yeah. A magazine story. And not even like Associated Press, just like local paper. Uh, yeah, a magazine story at most. Yeah. And but hardly a book. But you could find somebody to write a book about it, and that's what people do sometimes. Right. You know, they go, oh, I got to write a fucking book. What's my topic gonna yeah. be? Well, this was an interesting story. Maybe I'll dig into that. And it, you know, occasionally, maybe they find the odd, uh, you know, diamond in the rough that produces a whole deep, intricate story. Right. But usually not. <laughs> nice. Oh, I want. I did want to uh, to mention that uh, uh, Manpax. Yeah. Graciously offered to be our first sponsor. That's true. And uh, we don't know if we're going to be able to take them up on it because yeah. the thing we got them to sponsor, we might not be able to do. That's true. But uh, but nevertheless, they graciously. Uh, offered to sponsor us, and right. they're a great company. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to venture to say it's probably the best customer service on the internet right now. Okay. Uh, and uh, <coughs> do you like underwear? Who doesn't like underwear? I think every man needs something to protect his pants from his ass. That's the purpose of underwear for men. And another thing about men, we don't like going out to get the thing to protect the pants from the ass. No, and Manpax has come up with a way that you never have to go out and physically... You don't even have to think about it. No, that's true. Well, you have to think about it once. Well, once, yeah. You have to type in www... But you don't even have to go to the mall. No, that's true. You just have to, from the comfort... You can actually be sitting naked... Yeah. In in your, uh, in your right. you know, wherever your computer is kept. Underpantless. Under completely under, but you, you yeah. could you You've could be wearing your last you'd be wearing your last pair of threadbare underpants. Right, they're fra- they're fraying. Yeah, and, uh, hardly protecting the chair from your ass. The elastic is gone. They're falling around your ankles every time you stand up. Exactly. Right, and you could be sitting in those in yeah. your chair. Yeah, and you could uh, go to www.manpacks.com. Yeah, that's M A N P A C K S. No hyphen or dash. Nothing. They don't mess with any of that stuff. They don't want you to. They're doing their level best, so that you don't have to think at all. Yes, that's nice. They really, really are taking care of the of the part of you that needs something. But really, really, really doesn't want to do anything and about it. And you know it. what's kind of great about it is, like, I was thinking about this, uh, you know, with my... Let's say you uh, subscribe to another subscription service, like uh, Netflix, for instance. Sure. Love Netflix. I love Netflix. Well, this is like the Netflix of underwear. Totally. Yeah. So, but instead of having to take your old underwear and send it back, presumably you just get a new pack. So you don't even have to do any work on your end. You just get that little package in the mail. And uh, and I've noticed, even you know, even when I do send off my Netflix DVDs, when I get one back, there's that little moment of excitement. Like, ooh, I've got something in the mail. You know? Right, sure. And, and with sure. Man Packs, it's even better because you're not even thinking about it. <clears throat> All of a sudden, one day, you go to get the mail, and bam, a little package. 
What's that? That's right. And this you is, go. This is exciting. I can. Get, I don't remember ordering anything. I can get I rid of these inside. crappy undies right now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is like that, and and it, uh, it you know, it's a subscription service, so it comes on a frequency which you have control over. Right. And uh, and just you know, there you go. No more trips to Walmart. No. No more people of Walmart. You know, and more I, importantly, I, as as big a fan I am of, yeah. of Walmart, and I am a big fan of Walmart. Yeah. Uh, because they improve the standard of living for all the citizens in the community. Except for a few uh, local retailers who are gouging their customers, right? Uh, it makes life uncomfortable for them. Yeah, and that's that can be sad if you like them and know them or happen to be one. Uh, but for every goddamn other person in your community, life gets better. Yep, uh, and jobs get made. And anyway, right. Uh, as much as you like Walmart. As much as I love Walmart, I really hate going there. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. If I, I don't want to go there. Anything to avoid it. Yeah. And uh, that's where I would end up buying my underwear. Bad times. Uh, but Manpack solves that. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I just wanted to really thank them because they were going to take a chance on us uh, and our our... You know, we we actually uh, twenty eight. Would it be inappropriate for me to break out into ABBA right now? It's always inappropriate <laughs> to break out into ABBA, so go for it. <laughs> Change your mind. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Francois ABBA, notwithstanding. Yep. Uh, Madpacks.com. Yeah, and you know, our uh, I was checking it out. Uh, we've been doing this since January. Yeah. 3,000 downloads. Yeah, 3,000 downloads. That's quite a bit. <coughs> I know. I was really excited about it. Yeah. And, uh... Only 30 subscribers, but... Well, 28. Right, 28. 28. Sorry, I was rounding up. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm, I, I'd like to hit the 30 mark. That'd be nice. Yeah, so, hey, uh, remember to tell a friend, eh? <laughs> Get us up Did you say that mark. in your Canadian accent with yeah. the A at the end there? Yeah, tell a friend, eh? <laughs> Put on your tube, tell a friend. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Cool, Dad, dear. Uh, but uh, but yeah, push us up over the thirty mark. Tell tell someone you I think might enjoy this show. I'd, I'd it would really be fun to get to the thirty mark. Yeah, and because uh, then I could tell potential sponsors. Whoa. We've Weird. got 30, 30. There's 30 people. 30 potential customers, who, and we're going to get Who regularly one. listen to us. Right. That's right. Regularly now, we can't vouch for their mental status. No. Seeing as how they regularly listen to <laughs> us. <laughs> but, nonetheless, that's 30 years, baby. Yeah. Or, no, 60 years. Yeah, careful. <laughs> not all Van Goghs. <laughs> uh, I hope it's 60 years. 60 years. It's probably 60. That's yeah. the maximum it could be. You well, a, you got a holy field in there and <laughs> a couple van goes. So, uh, but yeah, that would that would be fun. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? Mm. Contact at daily-ride.com. That's, uh, That's contact at daily-ride.com. Sure. And, um... They can reach us actually on the website. We got a little comments thing, which we check pretty frequently. 
So, yeah, we got that's a new feature. Yeah, www.daily-ride.com. Uh, and already some feature. people have been availing themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've been revealing their true nature on the interwebs <laughs> under anon- <laughs> under the uh, the mask of anonymity. You can comment totally anonymously there, too. Yeah. I set it up so that it, uh, so, so that so that that it was really uncensored. It was uncensored and anonymous if you want. You can put your name in there or right. you can put a, a nom de plume. Right. Uh, or gnome to keyboard, I guess now. Sure. Uh, but you, but you don't have to. You can be totally anonymous in there. And one day, with enough sponsors and everything like that, <coughs> you can give us a call. And uh, and w- we'll, uh, I think we'll read the comments in the podcast. In the podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think we'll do that. Sure. Let's get that going. Um. So they can subscribe on Twitter and, uh, or they can. Do you do you actually tweet on Twitter? I tweet on. Uh, well, you, I comment on Facebook and are you it automatically a twi- goes to Twitter our account. Oh, I see. I I'm see. not constantly okay. tweeting. So they can so they can casually follow it on. And I usually, if I had something more clever to say, I'd probably tweet that too. But uh, you use up all your clever stuff on the podcast. Well, yeah, and you know, like uh, I'm basically just tweeting whenever we have a new episode. Although I would like to get some more funny things going because you know. Yeah, you get hopping on that, would yeah, you? I will. Yeah, you get working on that. What's that? I put that What's in that? the trash uh, bin last night, and some homeless man must have removed it so that he could sleep more comfortably. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Although uh, now I'm whose bike is that? I oh, that's Scott's bike. Yeah. Uh, ready to get to work? Let's get to work. Let's do this. Okay. All right. Okay. We're in now. Wait. G- say something. Jesus died yeah, for somebody's sins, but not mine. Yep. We are definitely making noise now. Long silence there. Melton. <laughs> As I try to establish communication. Um, I am tired, but it's my Friday, so it's all okay. So you are. So you are. Ooh, the cool air feels nice blowing against you my You like eggs. that? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Dig it. Uh, is the air conditioning work in this car? Yes, it does. Oh, awesome. I know. Oh. Got a nice what you got there? I got a nice little reminder from my new app. To telling you to... Uh, uh, call Michael. Oh, did you clock out? Yes. Did, it, did your little app remind you? Yes. You're making that up. Yeah. I can tell when you're lying. I know, that's because we're too similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tried to pass it, tried to go under the radar <coughs> on you. <laughs> Not so much. Um, you know, do, do people realize when they're walking around like a fucking idiot? Oh, no, of course not. If I they mean, did, did, they'd stop Did you see the look at it. that woman's face, on that woman's face? What kind of look did she have? Just a fucking brain-dead expression. Like, just walking around... You know, don't disabuse people of that. You know, it's like I was saying last night. The what? world's got to get more interesting. Yeah. We need people walking around looking like jackasses. Well, it's not necessarily that she was looking like a jack. Well, I mean, she was, but uh, it was more to do with the fact that she oh, was... Jesus. Fucking A. 
That was a big hole in the road. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. What? Wait for it. See that grease spot right there? A grease spot. On the ground? Right there? Yeah. That's where Rachel threw up. Oh, that's great. You got your camera? <laughs> little landmark. Yeah. Oh, oh. You got your camera? Get it ready? I'm going to go slowly. Here okay. you go. Oh, the, the person in the wheelchair is going to think you're taking a picture of them. That's going to no, be funny. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's all right. I got it anyway. Do you get the grease spot? I think so. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, a little hard to see. Maybe I'll zoom in on it. Sure. Yeah. Perhaps you could enhance the photo a little bit. Enhance. Why is my... Uh, enhance. Uh, so I was thinking, of, would you stop that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. Excellent. Ah, uh, couldn't be better. Good thing there's lots of lighting today. So after we did that shitty job last night... <sighs> yeah. Uh, of oiling the floors. Yeah. That's some crap work. Yeah. Uh, so there was a girl who could have been pretty if she'd put in any effort at all. Yeah, in Vermont, whether yeah. or not people are going to put in effort is really <laughs> up in the air. Yeah. Sorry, but you were saying about the shitty job. Well, I was just going to say that uh, I've had some shitty jobs in my day. Mm-hmm. I get to go for... You jackass. Fuck you. You asshole. I like how she didn't even look over at you. Because she just wanted to completely ignore She's her shitty driving. She's a queen-sized bitch, that one right yeah. there. I'll tell you, it doesn't give a shit for anybody else. Real see you next Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, shitty jobs. Here we get another one coming up on the right. Oh, yeah. yeah, so shitty jobs. Um, and I've done my share of shitty jobs. Yep. Yes, you have. And, and somebody else's share. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. The, I think the worst job I ever had... I, <laughs> is I, it a toss-up? Well, it is. You tell them both and I'll, both and I'll decide. <laughs> You'll decide? Yep. Uh, well, I worked for a company called The Furniture Stripper. Okay. That was literally uh, the name of the company? Yeah, Furniture it was stripper. called Yield Stripper. Was it really yep, called Yield really, Stripper? And <laughs> that sounds really like a, a pole dancer who's past her prime. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, some sort of a... <laughs> some sort of a... Some sort of, uh, you know... Post-medieval... Yeah, kind of European medieval uh, <laughs> strip joint. <laughs> yeah. Where, they where essentially stripping is uh, uncovering your warts. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was strip the stripper, and what it was was we would take people's uh, painted furniture, yeah, and we would strip the paint off. Cool. And the method that we used was we dropped them in these vats, yeah, of acid. Okay. Essentially, like stripping material, you know, the kind you brush onto a piece of furniture, and then the paint all bubbles up, and then yeah, you scrape it off. Paint remover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we had vats of it. And it's kind of, it's thick, We could right? drop a whole, uh, it's a little thicker than water, but not a lot. Oh, and see, we like paint removers, like Because thick. they they, they make gelatin. it into a gel. Yeah. Right, they add gelatin. But we but just don't eat it. No. It as delicious as it looks, you don't want to eat it. It looks tasty. No, it'll it'll don't strip your it. esophagus from the rest of your body. So, it's it's noxious Which will be funny, but not for you. Yeah, noxious stuff. Right. Okay. And uh, we, so we had these vats of liquid acid, Stripper. essentially. Yep. And we would, we could, dr you know, we could dip an entire uh, chest of drawers into it. Uh huh. Can oh, and wow. did. Can okay. and often did. Oh, wow. 
wow. And there was two wait, tanks. Wait, wait, wait. So, would, like, would you lower it on something? Like, uh, you know, like a... No, no. We would just get two guys or three guys sometimes if it was a big piece. Yeah. We'd balance ourselves precariously on the edge of the vat of acid, and we would lower it into the acid. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was totally a sketchy operation. Yeah, that's And, uh, and occasionally... Someone uh, fall in? Well, we never had anyone fall into a tank, but oh, what would happen on. was you use really? these big rubber gloves that came up to your elbow, and, okay. you know, it, it's manual labor. I mean, we were working hard, and then we'd take the stuff out, and then there'd always be some little repairs to do on it, and we'd, we'd do the repairs. And sure. But, you know, in manual labor like that, you're constantly cutting your hands and getting scrapes and bruises and stuff like that. Yeah. And we would have these giant gloves where we would we'd end these wire brushes, yeah. and we would, like, let's say you had a a dining chair you had to strip. Sure. So you'd dip, dip the dining chair in. You'd leave it for about, I'm going to say... Ten seconds? No, you'd leave it for about a minute. Okay. Let it soak in the acid. And uh, and then you'd start scrubbing it with these wire brushes to get the paint off. Sure. And uh, every once in a while you'd drop your brush and you'd grab for it. And you'd catch the brush, but your glove edge would go into the vat oh. and fill up with acid. And any little minor cut on your hand, and you'd be screaming. Oh, and Look and at my arm. I'd be... Oh, yeah. No, you'd be screaming. And, and not only that, but what would happen is your your reaction would be to jerk it, jerk your hand back. Right. Which would create a splash, and sometimes you'd get that shit in your eye. Oh, God. Oh, it was just so horrible. So you had, like, an eye washer in your We body. had an eye wash... We had a neutralizing tank, right. and because you had to dip the furniture in the neutralizer, otherwise the acid would keep working. Right. So now would you have to like swap out the neutralizer every once in a yeah, while? Yeah, you'd or? have to. We had to clean the we had to clean the acids, and we had a the the real dangerous one. We had a lid on it yeah. because it produced noxious fumes. <laughs> Probably quite illegal now, right. uh, but but it was a it called the hot tank. Right. And it was a heated version of the acid. It was a slightly stronger acid. Oh, and God. we heated it so that it was more active. Right. How hot? Uh, not hot, but it was, like I'd say the bath. It was like a bath. Okay. Like if you were to get into the bathtub. Okay. So I don't know how hot that is, 110 sure. degrees. Or but it would give off fumes. It, yeah, so it had to, be, had to have a lid on it. So we had to use it with a lid on it. But when you were y actually using the tank, you'd pop open the lid, you'd dop your thing in, you'd close the lid for the minute or whatever it was while it was waiting, you'd open it back up, you'd scrub as fast as you can, almost trying to hold your breath because the fumes were so noxious. Right. <laughs> and uh, and then you'd you'd take it out, you'd put it in the neutralizer, and uh, you know trying not to pass all the while trying not to pass out. Man, that's crazy. Oh, it was insane. And, uh, I wonder so how much smarter you'd be if you hadn't. Oh, that. I'd be a fucking genius now. <laughs> I, 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 you know, like I, I don't know what my IQ is, but, uh, but uh, it's, you know, don't it's, you know it's, it's fair. It's fair. But if I hadn't spent all that time in the acid bath, probably be a certified oh, genius. Oh, yeah, I'd be Mensa material. Man, we are really tightly packed. Yeah, in. they really haven't cut me enough space here. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go. Oh, pull. that guy's leaving though. Oh, ah, fuck it. That's the spirit. There we go. Now yeah. we've all got room. Awesome. Yeah. Except for that um, guy. We just plugged in. Sucker. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. All right. Hey. 
You talk about your uh, other shittiest job while I finish my ice cream cone. Oh, are you enjoying that? Uh-huh. What you got there? What's uh, what's the flavor on that? Um, blue raspberry. Black raspberry? Black raspberry. Black raspberry. Isn't that just a blackberry? Maybe. Whatever. Whatever. Black raspberry and uh, vanilla. It's a creamy. <laughs> or as you might say everywhere else, a soft serve. Soft serve, soft I serve. see. Soft ice cream. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that that working in the vat of acid was yeah. pretty bad. I can uh, imagine. And I did that for I a mean, whole... I mean, I remember scraping <coughs> windows. Yeah, I did that for a whole summer. I did that for a whole summer. Wow. And, you put uh, up with that for a whole summer? Yeah. But the other, the second worst job I ever had, <coughs> I did for two days. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just said, ah, fuck this. Uh, and it was I, I, it was a job I really thought I was going to like at first. Right. Uh, Mickey Slater got me the job. Uh, he was a bass player in the original verges, version of Sissy and the Stooges. Sure. Uh, before Steve Mayer came on board. Okay. Stevie Stooge joined the band and... Uh, but... Uh, but it, it was working at Rose Bowl. Sure. Which is a place I love to go. Right. We played pool there. There was bowling. Yeah. Can't remember if it was 24 the, hours. I think it I was. I forget that the really good bowling <coughs> alleys like incorporate other things other than bowling. You know, like here in right. Vermont, you go to a bowling alley and it's like fucking bowling. bowling. And maybe if you're <laughs> lucky, there's a pinball machine back somewhere. This place had a pretty good bar uh, in it. There was the bowling alley, 100 lanes. Yeah. 100 lanes. I will say, well, Jesus, that's huge. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. <laughs> I mean, the the bowling alley up in... I guess it must be <coughs> Spare time. Yeah. It's pretty big, you know? Yeah. And I thought it was big. It's much bigger than the one right here on Shelburne Road. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah, what do they got? Like 20 lanes or something? Something like that. And the one up in, uh, you know, spare time has like... I think it's 35 or 40 lanes. You know, it's a lot sure. of lanes. And uh, or at least seems like a lot until you until <laughs> you say a hundred. Yeah, and then uh, and you know the spare time has like an arcade and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Rose Bowl had didn't have an arcade, but it had probably a dozen pinball and video game sure. machines in it, uh, to, into which I sunk many a quarter. Right. Oh, and it has a huge bar. Which one? The spare time. Okay. It yeah. has a nice, you know, there's a pub <coughs> attached to it. Rose Bowl, and the, Rose Bowl and the waitresses come through. So you bringing know, you, you place right. Your orders I, that, that's the, the same thing. Yeah, like that, that. Yeah. that worked like that at uh, Rose Bowl. Um, anyway, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing. I'd never seen that before. <laughs> we spent a lot of time at the Rose Bowl. Right. Um, and so I thought it'd be fun to work there. And it, it was. It was 24 hours. And it dawns on me why it was 24 hours. How I remembered it was 24 hours is because my shift... <laughs> was 8 p.m. until 4. Oh, week. That is a bad shift. Well, yeah, because that's exactly <coughs> when you want to be there. Kind of, yeah. Instead, you're working. Yeah, and it's a busy shift. You know, there's there's things going on. 
not well, much between two and four, but uh, right. But at midnight they did uh, red pen special. Sure. <laughs> you know how that works if you if you uh, bowl if you get the red pin up as the head pin and you bowl a strike the game is free. Sweet. Yeah. That's a cool promo. Yeah. So so the uh, so you know your when at midnight for I think it runs for an hour for for that hour you're oh man the dude who does that is the hero who does what bowls the. Oh yeah, on the red pen. Everybody buys that guy a drink. That's for sure. And uh, but so all totally the while compensating for the fact that they. But <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you in the two in the two fine nights I worked there, how many uh, free games I gave out. None. Zero. Ooh. Yeah. So it was all the same. So uh, at Rose Bowl they had they I think it was like sixty lanes of regular bowling and then forty lanes of duck pins. Sure. Sure. You know what that is? No. These are squat little pins. You bowl with a ball that's about the size of a, about twice the size oh, of a bocce yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and the pins have little rubber rings around them. <coughs> I think I'm familiar with that. Yes. Or at least I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know how to play here or what the. It was the same same rules as as bowling, but it's just these but other. It's harder and lamer. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And uh, so anyway, the, it would it always worked the same. You'd be there. I'm there with my game tickets or whatever it is. And uh, up comes a red pen somewhere. It's 100 lanes, so it's a lot to look after, right? And there was only two of us. Sure. And so it was like, boy! You'd run over. They'd have a red pen. All his friends would be all at Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he'd miss. And <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, well, better luck next time, pal. Yeah. And uh, off you the boy, and you'd run down to the next lane where there's a red pin. Interesting. So you do that for an hour. And then... Uh, and that was at midnight till one. That was at midnight till one. Then boy, did they really show boy? Yes, I recall. <laughs> yeah. <So fucked> up. <laughs> I was a boy at the time. I was a boy at the time. Sure, but I mean, like... I mean, even, hey, hey, kid, it would kind of be better than that. Yeah, whatever. I didn't care. I mean, I'm just saying it's fairly condescending. I did not feel condescended to. Really? Yeah, really. I was just like, yeah, I was the boy. What did it matter? What do I care? They're paying me. I guess it's just a, uh, you know, thing of the times. I mean, if I'd have been black, I might have been offended by it. No, I know, but, uh, like, I'm fairly young, and, uh, and you know, if I were loading, uh, you know, a couch into somebody's truck, and they said, hey, hey, boy, boy. Yeah, but you're not. And then, I, I was. <laughs> hey, come, come and I tie was, this end down. I was 15. I would have been. I was, six, I was 15, 16. Yeah, even then. But, nah, I, who cares? I. I don't, you know, I don't understand why people get all bent out of shape about that. You know, for for at the time, for whatever it was, ten to eight bucks an hour, which sure. was good wage for a sixteen-year-old at sure. that in those days. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could have called me asshole. Hey, asshole! I almost think asshole would be better than boy. <laughs> That's so weird how I feel about that. It's it's I I just think like if somebody said, hey hey asshole. 
Well, you know, I'd some be, people kind of like <laughs> <laughs> some people I probably s- some people probably said uh, young man. Okay, but as many said, boy. Interesting. Anyway, we didn't care. It's back in back in a time when it didn't. Uh, when it didn't you weren't when you weren't offended by that. When uh, when uh, you know older men called women. Uh, Rod, Dame. No, no. Baby doll. Sweet cake. <laughs> Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Okay. And they were like, "Yes, sir." They weren't offended. They weren't bent out of shape by hey, it. Hey, sweetheart, top me off, would you? Exactly. And they weren't offended. They were like, "Oh, that was a you know polite form of address." Interesting. He's, you know, he's going to leave me a big tip. I'm going to go ahead and uh, decide not to be offended by that anymore. I think you ought to drop that. Yeah, I'm dropping you, it. I mean, if somebody calls you jackass. Sure. You know, you're like, yes, motherfucker. What do you want? <laughs> you know, but uh, you say douchebag because <laughs> <laughs> you're a douche. Did it, douchebag. Did it, did it, a douchebag. Yeah. So, so you know, but I wasn't offended anyway. But they would yell at you, and so I can't remember from like eight until. Until midnight, yeah. all I was doing was cleaning up trash, emptying out the trash from the empty out the cigarette butts from the yeah. from the ashtrays. You know what we gotta do sometime before you go on your story? We gotta go up to spare time because on Friday nights, I think from about, I think it starts at like ten or something, but I think it's ten until two. Yeah, they do cosmic bowling. And, you know, so they turn on all the... Sounds bl- wild. They turn on all the black lights and, you know, the disco balls Ooh. and stuff like that. And uh, you pay 20 bucks a person. Yeah. And <coughs> you play as many games all as you All you like. can bowl. All you For can how bowl. long? 10 to 2. 10 p.m. till 2 in the morning? Uh, I think so, yeah. <coughs> Maybe it's like 11 till 2. Still. They may do it from 10 to 1 now. I, I, you know what? I have not bowled. I'm going to say... In 15 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Long I time. bet I still beat you. I doubt it. I'm all right. You're on. I'm not good. I'm, I'm, I'm media. I'm fair. I'm not bad. Uh, I'm going to beat you. Yeah? I think so. Can you bowl over 200? Oh, there's a fascist up ahead. Uh, there you go. I can bowl. Well, I can. I mean, I was like I said, it's been 15 years since I bowled. Who the hell knows what I can bowl? Sure. Maybe I bowled okay, 90. Okay. In the last <laughs> time you bowled, how much did you bowl? Uh, it was probably in the 180s. That's pretty high. That's pretty high. If you haven't bowled in, I think my last, my best last <laughs> game was like a 160 high 160s. So we got ourselves a match. Oh yeah, we do. All right. Yeah. Um, it is on. It is on. <laughs> uh, your mom was not going to want to come. She's not going to want to yeah. come. Yeah. That's okay. I'm going anyway. Why not? Well, I maybe she, she enjoyed will. it. No, well, maybe she will. I feel like. But it's, it's, besides, it seems we can like, fire a couple of like drinks. We're gonna she'll get, nice. like she'll get good and tight, and uh, <laughs> if and we'll it just starts it at, right away. if it starts at uh, if it starts at eleven though, she's gonna be all like. Meh. Well, fine. Fuck it. We'll go earlier, and we'll just uh, you know pay for the games like regular people. What do I care? I don't have to go <laughs> cosmic bowling. We're going cosmic bowling. Damn it! All right. Fair enough. Jesus. <laughs> Settle down now. I'm totally settled down, right. but I'm not going to compromise my cosmic bowling because right. of the. I'll have to look online. We'll figure out what the time. All right. Is. Anyway, 
but it's fun. Well, get, I hope like, your mom wants to come with us. That'll yeah, be fun. It's cool because you get a big group together. You know, maybe you get eight people. And you get oh, a we'll get eight people. And you can right. try and get two lanes if you go. If you get there <laughs> early, you can try and get two lanes next to each other, side so, by side. Yeah, try and reserve two lanes. Okay. And uh, oh, and the waitress comes around, <coughs> brings you your drinks, and if you what under, do they serve? They serve beer and liquor. Uh, beer and liquor, yeah, and you know, chicken wings and you know, bar food. You can get like a burger and stuff like that. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, it's I'm good. in. Let's do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for the underage drinkers and all of us, uh, you just get... Uh, what day is it on? <laughs> uh, Friday, I think. Friday night. Okay. Yeah. But uh, for the underage drinker, you get someone who's 21 to slip off their wristbands. And <laughs> sure. <laughs> put it on. <clears throat> that nearly got us in trouble one time. <laughs> Tell you that story later. Yeah. Anyway, so working at Rose Bowl was not all it was cut out to be. Sure. And, uh, at, you know, I got there, like I said, it was just from, from 4 until 8, pretty much just bringing people food. Yep. You know, because you did food service. And, uh, boy, can you bring us a couple of burgers? No problem, sir. Interesting. A couple of burgers, bring them over. Uh, sodas, they, I don't think they tipped, as I recall. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds very Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was any tipping going on. Uh, although maybe I can't really remember that part very well. Well, if you're making eight, nine bucks an hour, that's pretty good. But by know? the time midnight hit, I was starting to get a little tired. Sure. I'd probably had a break by then, but I was a little fried. Yeah. What and the fuck is this douchebag doing? Well, he's got a state license plate on him. I don't know why I threw up the New York accent for that, but Cause hey, he's what the fuck is this douchebag doing? No fucking douchebag. Get the fuck off the road. Yeah, because uh, he's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Anyway, so I did you were that. Talking and about then cleaning the ashtrays. Yeah, and like that? that's what you did. You cleaned the garbage and brought food back and forth back until smoke inside. until midnight. Yeah, that's right. Glorious time. Yeah. And uh, then the red pin bowling for an hour. Then at one, you would yep. go into the bar and you would hand out tickets to all the patrons. Sure you would. <coughs> and they would raffle off door prizes. Cool. And uh, see, and that took about an hour. Now it's two. Yep. And now pretty much the place is starting to empty out. Yeah. You know, there's still some stragglers hanging on in the bar. Sure. The indigent, the haunted. Yep. Uh, those with nowhere else to go. Yeah. Uh... Later on, by the way, alley. later on, by the way, they opened up a strip club next door. Uh, and then the place definitely cleared out. So they, <laughs> so they had a place to go. Uh, but that was it. And so you did that. And then from two to four, pretty much you were just cleaning. There's a few people bowling, you know. So and sure. but the but but the snack bar was closed. Did it? And it was open twenty four hours. The bowling was open 24 hours. So, theoretically, you could have gone at, like, 4.30 in the morning and gone bowling. Absolutely. You get yourself a lane, pick up a pair of some, you know, stinky old shoes a bunch of other people had their feet in. Sure. And uh, bowl your heart out. Bowl till you're... You know, that shoe thing doesn't bother me. I know it grosses a lot of people out. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. No. Whatever. You know, they spray it with so much disinfectant. Yeah, I got no problem with it. Yeah. 
even if they didn't, what am I going to get? Athlete's foot? Whatever. You're not, though. I'm not. Yeah, you're, you're not yeah. going to get anything. No. You're not going to get some sort of foot do, do people get really freaked out about it? Some people get kind of freaked out. Like, oh, for the I love really of Christ. really hate having to wear these bowling shoes. You should go buy your own bowling shoes. Right. You know what you should really be concerned about is sticking your finger in the holes of a bowling ball that has just had, like, you know, a couple couple uh, dozen people stick their hands in there. Yeah, lepers. Earlier. Lepers, people yeah, with people AIDS. People who just fucking wipe their nose and then stick their hands yeah, right in the bowling pickers. ball. Yeah, booger pickers. Yeah. Sure. Is that what I should be worried about? I mean, like, <laughs> if you're going to get worried about something, you know, diseased at the bowling alley, pick the bowling balls, not the... <laughs> Not the shoes. <laughs> now, do you uh, curve the ball when you bowl, or are you straight-on bowler? Depends. Depends on how I'm feeling. Oh, really? I play it either way. I can't control the curve. I have to bowl straight on. You know, every time I try and control the curve, it can end up either being awesome or going really poorly. So, you know, that's why if I'm feeling like I might be able to get a good curve going, then I try the curve, although it never ends up well. <laughs> I bowl with the bumpers, by the way. Is that cool? With the bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, I might not do as well. Do they do that? Do they actually put inflatable things in the bumpers? In the gutters? You can get the bumpers. Really? You've never seen that? No. Oh, like, you know, for like if you're going to get a lane for your kids and stuff like that, so they don't feel shitty about themselves afterwards. Uh, how are they supposed to learn? Well, I guess the deal is, is like, it's not for like, you know, like let your 13 or 14 year old bull with the, you know, on the regular lane, but it's like for, you got to keep the five and six year olds occupied. And I don't like it. It's no I fun if like they're it. just rolling gutter balls over and it's over gonna again. It's going to make them soft. They're never going to want to go. It's going to make them soft. Yeah, but they're never, I, I can see why you would do it. <clears throat> you know, if you like bowling and you want to go. And you got a, right. you know, you got a, you know, let's say six to ten year old, who can't bowl for shit. Don't they have like a, a, a you know, like a daycare or something for them? No, they well, the bumpers <laughs> are daycare. <laughs> you know, they can bowl and have fun and not worry about rolling a gutter ball every fucking time. All right, I don't like it much, but I don't like it much either. But you know, fuck it, it keeps them occupied and they'll feel like going again. You don't just have to bowl the one time. Can't you just children. hook them up to a pinball machine? That didn't take any skill. True. <laughs> Although more than you think. Well, because I remember be, being younger, you, and being you, really shitty at pinball, and I be, got good when I got older. If you want to be really good at it, it takes some skill. But just just like make the thing go ding, ding, ding. It doesn't take much skill. <laughs> yeah, but again, you're probably like doing the flippers two at once. You know. Sure. That's a surefire way to lose your ball. <laughs> you, know, you can't just be pushing them both. Yeah, at the same time. that's that's true. That's then the you get the really complex ones with four <laughs> buttons. You know, because you get the two flippers up top and you get the two on the bottom. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That takes some skill. Can't be fucking around with that machine. All right. Okay. So put your bumpers in for your snot-nosed little kids, so they don't. You know, they let you go bowling. Good to know you're not cynical or angry. <laughs> I just, I, I don't it. like, I'm not crazy about pampering kids. No, me neither. I think neither. they got to learn life's <clears throat> harsh realities. Me neither, but like, that's why, like, pampering your kids is okay as long as you don't do it forever, you know? Like, for instance, I'm not yelling at Sam right now to change his own fucking diaper because I, I don't want to pamper him. Which sure. is odd because the diapers I buy him are, are pampers. pampers. But, 
Anyway, uh, you know, I'm not like, uh, you know what, uh, you can stand. No, but it's not you that. You can stand now. No. <laughs> Get your own fucking diaper. <laughs> but you do it for a certain period of time. Like, at about two and a half, I'm probably, whether he's like, uh, you know, in, whether he's uh, potty trained or not, the diapers are going to be weaned off pretty quickly. You know, because you, know, you want you, him to you get You know what you got to do? You let him run around naked one summer. Next right. thing you know, he knows how it all works. Yeah, exactly. You just got to hose the shit off him a couple of times. Right. <laughs> That'll be funny. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. All right, we're yeah. done. Yeah. Are we? I think so. I can't add one more thing. Oh, well, shoot. Well, I was just, I was just no, 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 go ahead. about the pampering, <laughs> you know. Like, it's, it's like, if you're going to do the bumpers... You know, do it like do it until they're ten years old, and after ten years old, you don't get the bumpers anymore. Is that the it's cut like, off? Fuck you! Learn how to bowl. Is that the cut off? Ten. <laughs> yeah. All right. You All right. Know, okay. Like, look, bowls, look. Here's the, the balls deal. are pretty okay. heavy. Okay. Look. Here's you know, the they deal. Can't lift them. Here's the deal. I'm gonna give you the bumpers. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I'm gonna give you the bumpers, but if that kid graduates from kindergarten, yeah, the deal is off. There's no graduating from kindergarten. Everybody gets out of kindergarten. Yeah. There's no accomplishment. Oh yeah, and I'm not going to any fucking ceremony either. <laughs> and from sometimes they want the parents to go to a ceremony. Yeah, they do oh, a you'll be pr- you'll, you'll be there. They do a little. Parade. Oh, you'll be you'll be there. No, fuck that noise. No, you're gonna be there. I'm no, telling no, you no. Right I'm now. not gonna be there because my kid's not gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling him out of school that day. I, so I, that it really works. makes me sick that people would graduate from kindergarten. Uh, graduating from anything but high school and college is kind of it, even, even high school. Yeah, I know, even high school. You know, is weak. It, you graduate from college. The only okay, reason, you made it. No, you know why you graduate from high school? I get graduating from high school because that's your last compulsory year. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and and it's really not much, not so much a graduation, but just a celebration that the leashes that come off your collar. Right. I think I fucked up the audio there for a second when I whacked the <laughs> cord. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I pretty much covered what I wanted to say. All right, very good then. <laughs> uh, right on. Right on. <laughs>